Hello, welcome back to the Centennial 38 podcast. My name is Warners. And I'm Jared. And we're back. Hey, um, the Rapids did not win. No, <laughs> but we, we drew again. But they did not lose. There you go. We, we haven't lost in a very long time. We Which just is good. lost the recipe for winning. Yeah, and it's tough because I want to, you know, be here and say that uh, that the draws, you know, the, I, I don't want to convince anyone to be happy with the draws, right? But I do want people to remember that we can afford to lose these these uh, these kind of games, and we can, you know, in the in the in the long term, in the long scope, you know, it's 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 all right. It's not a loss. There was plenty four leads we've had. That's that's the troubling part is we've had four leads, lost them all. But at the end of the day, the Rapids did not combust. They didn't lose. They didn't. They held on to at least a point. So, uh, from from the moment last week that um, you know we're, we're still you know gaining points, which is which is good. Yeah, but we're gaining them all too slowly. Out of these last three yes. matches with three draws, you could lose. You could lose two and win one. Same same result. And I think I would have rather seen that. Um, also, what did you think of Frazier's comment about we're doing things? We're doing things well. It would be better. Or the results that we've come up with. So losing four leads in three games is better than scoring goals late to rescue a draw. I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all the same, but I would be a lot more excited if we had to play from behind, show some grit and pull out a goal when we really needed it. Because right now we're not pulling out goals when we desperately need them in late stages. And we haven't held on to a lead for more than 15 minutes in Couple, three weeks. Yeah. So the, the thing is, at that point, is, is this a team that is better under pressure with their backs against the wall fighting for that last minute goal? Or is this a team that um, can, you know, mentally turns off after a lead? Either way, you don't want to have <laughs> you don't want to have those issues. Ultimately, you, you want to be the team that takes care of business at home, uh, can secure the draw away. I mean, we've, we've said it before. There's been a lot of winnable games on the road that they have not won. But what I like from Frazier is that he could have easily not subbed in Rubio. He could have easily not subbed in Nomley. So I, I, I do think that this team does fight for every possession, every ball, every attack. It's just getting the ball into the net. We were right there. We were right behind um, the uh, Maxime Crepeau, who really got a lot from the C38 fans there. But... Uh, we, we saw just how many times, uh, how many shots this team had. And it's hard to, to really do that when a team's just bunkering and, and, and you know, trying to hit them on the, um, on the counter. Honestly, if we had lost against Vancouver, um, I would have I said, hey, at least the Rapids fought because it could have very easily been 1-1 and the Rapids sat back and they could have just been like, no, we're okay. They didn't settle for the draw. They fought to win I, I i believe so anyways what did, what do you think yeah no they definitely fought for it but we will have to figure out how to break a team down that sits in a two banks of four that's not uh, unusual and especially as we we work our way towards the playoffs if a team goes up one nil in the playoffs especially on the road they are gonna bunker down yep. so that is a situation that we have to figure out how to take advantage of rather than uh letting it be kind of our bugaboo because if if you can't score against two banks of four um, it doesn't get any easier as the competition gets 
tougher as the games are more meaningful. So something that uh, we definitely need to work on, and it is something that I think that we can train into existence because you have to work against that kind of format in practice. So, so you know, have have the reserves bunkered in and, and figure out how to get shots from uh, potentially a bit more distance. We've got guys that can shoot. So right. um, I, I don't think that this is something that we can overcome, but it's something that we need to overcome sooner rather than later. Yeah, and, and I think that, so you, you and I are both stat nerds kind of, we, I, earlier in the season, um, kind of around August, July, the Rapids were outperforming their expected goals. And so to me, um, you know, that tells me don't bet on the Rapids to win because, you know, they're, you know, you know, they're scoring lucky goals. They're, you know, they're, they're not due for goals. The goals that they've scored have been, you know, kind of not lucky, but past, you know, way, way over expectations. Now, if you were to look at their expected goals, we are due for a lot of goals. And if you believe that things can even out in the expected goals and, and if you ascribe to that philosophy of, of stats and stuff like that, I think the Rapids, um, with all these chances that they've had, the ones they have had against the Timbers, against um, L.A., against uh, last Sunday, Vancouver, I think that that only proves that they're due for way more goals. So I, I think it's, it's, it's and the thing is, at that point you have, you know, an expected goals, right? Like they should score this amount of goals. Will they is, is the question. And, and, and I think they will. I, I don't know if that's the optimist in me, but I think things even themselves out. I think this could easily be, I mean, this Saturday against the uh, Toronto FC could easily be the, uh, the, the dam that uh, the water that breaks the dam has yeah, the get right game yes uh, Toronto is a team where a get right game should be very possible and and you said you always kind of believe that we'll start to to capitalize on these chances I think that's the essence of being a football fan you always have to believe that that's going to come good especially when you're playing at home so um, let's hope that this weekend uh, the Rapids can can kind of turn around our fortunes uh, get a big W and do so in stylish fashion I, I think that we have a very good opportunity to put home three or four goals if we are able to capitalize on those chances do you think the Rapids played well on Sunday? Yes, I, I do think that they Barring played the well. Barring the result, yeah. if you were to look at the team like just as a, hey, I'm not going to give you the result, which team played better soccer? Oh, yeah. I mean, we definitely played better soccer. The The scary thing is uh, we're playing well and not winning games. We're playing well with uh, two very prominent figures in our midfield in Kay and Acosta, mm-hmm. who we're not going to have the luxury of playing with here in about a month's time when they when they head off to qualifiers again. Um, and really kind of the most interesting thing to me is that those two have not really clicked. They've been in the lineup, I believe, for only one match that we've won. Right. And without those two seminal figures, we managed to win a lot of games with a more makeshift lineup with with. Price, and, well, excuse me, yeah, with Price, uh, Warner, Bassett, um, and and some of the surrounding Mosquito. cast, Mosquito, yeah. in the middle as well. So um, now we have Namley back, uh, which is very nice. It was great to see him. Yeah, I was about uh, to mention him too. See him come in. And, and how do you think he looked? I think he looks pretty good. He looks very, very confident on the ball, and he looks like the type of guy who I don't know if he has a lot of goals in the bag, but I think he can be a very good provider. Dude, he is, I think, one of the silkiest players. In, that we the Rapids have ever had the way he like the his stride and the way he runs with the ball and the way he can you know dribble around a guy it's 
it's crazy because I was ho- like, we were talking about Namely as kind of like an afterthought for the longest time just because he was on that injured list. So it was never really um, kind of a, an issue of like, oh, where do we put Namely? But now we're here. Now Namely is apparently back. You know, at least he's, you know, subbing in. Where do you put Namely? That's a very, very good it's, question. It's a tough one. Uh, I, I don't think that there's an easy answer to that, nor do I think there is one answer to that right. as we face the run into the season with with absences and having to kind of uh, shoehorn him in because I do think we will we'll have to get him in. Now, uh, another thing that I think works in the Rapids' favor is Namley now is very much playing for contract, um, possibly not with us. Uh, anywhere he goes from here, uh, his fortunes over the next two to three months are, are going to dramatically impact his earning potential yes. for the next three to five years. So uh, I think he has everything to play for and give me a hungry dog every day. Well, I, I think I think he won't have any issue finding a club after this because any club can look at a situation and give him a pass and they'll take a fly on him. But you said it right. It's how much does he earn? It's does he get that contract that he uh, that he's sitting on at another team or with us? You know, it's 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 yeah, like you said, he's going to be wanting to prove something. And that's exciting to me because I, I look at this Toronto team and what better game to kind of come back and explode than this one. For me, I think I want to see Nomley as a winger uh, just because I think he can do well to put pressure on, on in on the, uh, on the attack there. Um, it's crazy just how much this team attacks, which is what we've wanted for years now forever yeah it's um at our, on our day it's it's champagne football and that's uh the most you can ask from especially in mls it's not that frequent that you get a team that's that fluid in the attack and and can really string together passes can string right. together you know really consistent minutes of possession so uh from that aspect it's great to watch mm-hmm. um and and really I, I don't think we have much to complain about aside from just the winning the results yeah. <laughs> yeah. so um the, the results over the last three have been uh it's been a skid for us and we really need to break out of that um and and like we've mentioned so toronto is a, a team that's sitting towards the bottom not a very scary team to look at on paper nope. but uh nor was vancouver so I, well, I'm excited to. Well, they they had a had a win under there had a couple of wins I, under their belt there. Of, I, of late, I did tell people that Vancouver was going to be a sneaky team. Yeah, I think we both called that one. It wasn't going to be a walkthrough like like uh, a few expected, but uh, Toronto even more so. This is an opportunity game. Yeah, and and it's not only for Namely, it's potentially for Bassett, who we could easily see sub in. It's for Kane Acosta. It's for literally everyone to, you know. Dig their their feet in and get like a statement win, like uh, like we're still here because the minute the Rapids got some attention, this is when it started kind of uh, the draw started to come. The minute people were like, oh, maybe the Rapids are a good contender, I was like, yeah, yeah, don't don't speak it out because we're quietly, you know, we were quietly making waves. Now the attention's on us, and of course, as as the attention is on, as we get the national games, they start to kind of stumble a bit. Yeah, I think you had the exact right word. It's a statement game potential. And uh, what will that statement be? We can really uh, reassert ourselves. Like you said, we haven't lost. So um, we can continue an unbeaten streak with a, a heavy-handed victory. That will put us right back in the conversation. And another draw might put us in a bit of a different conversation. <laughs> yes. So um, we'll, we'll see what we're made of this weekend. And uh, we, we really could use that result. So um, we've, we've got a couple of games 
here in the in the next week. So um, after the the game against Toronto, we play another bottom dweller who hasn't won in a small eternity in Austin. Yeah, and that's when is that game? Wednesday night. Let's talk about it. Wednesday um, Wednesday night, the Rapids play Austin FC at home again. Um, we're gonna look to run it back off the. Uh, off the first game of the home season where Shinishiki scored, and then they came back and scored three on us. Hey, remember when people were sounding the alarm back then? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and justifiably so. I the, don't know. The man. alarm it's was sounded, early. and we responded. Um, hopefully, you know, I I think we're almost back to the panic button a little bit on, on not seeing know. a win in three games. So uh, potentially, uh, we could we could see that the the identity of the Rapids this year is to respond under adversity. Right. I wonder if 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 Fraser isn't uh, trying to urge a little bit of that. Um, just animosity, something going wrong, us against the world type of, because everything went along very, very well for a couple of weeks. And like you said, we tapered off rather than uh, rising to the national media attention. Yeah. Um, so maybe we, we need to be in a situation where we, we think again, hey, we're getting no love. We need to go out and prove people wrong. Uh, for some teams, for some managers, that's what enough. they rely That's on so uh, that that might be the case and uh and hopefully we just respond sooner rather than later well because here's another thing is as we you know before september we were kind of on a high of like hey even if we combust and we lose every game we're still in a good spot we're not losing games and that's the thing is we're losing winning winnable games we're of losing 60 percent of the points out of those games <laughs> right. though which is the struggle and, it, and it's if you tie up three three draws is pretty much two losses and, and points lost. So it does it does f- like well, like we've said, they've been feeling like losses. But in, in the in the reality of things is is this is this was one bound to happen due to the expected goals kind of tally that we had. We were overperforming it. Now we're underperforming our expected goals. And that's just kind of the ebb and flow of XG and how it comes back and forth. It comes in waves and comes in in kind of um, in hot streaks uh, recently, you know, uh, we've been due to get a bunch of goals. So let's go get those goals between uh, now and the playoffs. And I think uh, it evens itself out. We get hot at the right time. And playoffs, we, you know, sit back and either, um, you know, combust in a fiery ball of sunset and, and watch the team kind of either lose out of the playoffs, crash out, whatever you want to call it, or they make a real hell of a run for it. Either way, it's it's exciting. We're we're still in a good spot. We're we're looking into the playoffs as opposed to trying to get in. Yep. And with 10 games remaining, we are starting to get to that point. We are a team that will be in the playoffs, but what will we bring to the playoffs? And I've said this a number of times, once you get to the playoffs, it's you have a ticket to the dance, anything can happen. But for me, a hot, scrappy team is is going to outperform a team that is coasting into right. the playoffs. So we can't rest on laurels as as we go into these last 10 games. Um, we, hopefully we can build momentum from here. And it, building momentum doesn't mean that we never lose a game. I'm okay with a loss in these last 10 I mean, we may lose three of these last yeah. 10 potentially um i could circle those uh kind not of the home ones oh. <laughs> the home ones hopefully not salt lake on the road tough match uh oh, seattle on no. the road very <laughs> tough match new england on the road new england really Mid-week. uh blasting the the eastern conference so um we, Who we have clinched a playoff spot oh of course yes First team uh, in, and in the league to pl- not clinch. only to clinch a playoff spot they are going to be hard to catch for supporter shield so yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> things are not going to be easy but I, I hope to see some improvement in um 
in just how we are able to approach the last 15 minutes of games um, and really see you know, a, a desperation in our play um, where if something's not working, if we uh, can't pass through a defense, we start to take some shots from range. I haven't seen a lot of shots from range yeah, of no, late, we don't, which we is don't take so many. Uh, a bit concerning. So just trying to set the line. So Fraser all season long has had to tinker. And, yeah. and change things around. With World Cup qualifiers, he'll have a chance to tinker again. Um, whether or not he can get the, the the right mix on the field is is going to really dictate our fate as we head into the playoffs. And even in the playoffs, we're, we're going to have to tinker because in the middle of our playoffs is World Cup qualifiers again. Yep. So um, it, it will be a, a full team effort. Hopefully our 25 fucking superstars can start to show out a bit. And I really believe that we will. And, and credit where credit's due here. I want to mention a couple of things. Uh, 29 all-time assists for Jack Price, uh, moving into third on the all-time list. I'm behind glad you mentioned him. I wanted to ask you, do you know how many English players there are on MLS? Not very many. Uh, I'll take a stab and say 11. 14. Okay. Out of those 14, I think I can confidently say Jack Price is the best Englishman in MLS. And, and if anyone wants to disagree with me, either, uh, we could talk about it. Uh, Jack Elliott probably has got a good uh, claim to that as well, but for me, Jack Price, we need to we need to give some love to him because last week, what did we say? We said Michael Barrios has a has a good shot at C38 Player of the Year, and now I'm kind of stuck. I think Jack Price has a great shout at C38 Player of the Year. Yeah, Price has has been the most consistent player um, for us all season long, and uh, really a joy to watch. You know what you're going to get out of Jack Price, and that's there's a lot to be said for that in this team, especially because we have a lot of guys who um, it's it's very hard to pin exactly what you're going to get out of them on a given day. Right. I'm looking at like a Jonathan Lewis, or um, even even to some extent Barrios uh, when asked to play through the center, it, it gets a little choppy. So uh, Jack Price, you know where he'll be, you know what he'll provide. Um, and he's currently sitting on 29 assists. 53 is the all-time assist lead for the Rapids. Uh, my question to you isn't if he'll get there. I think we assume he will. How long until he gets to that 54th assist for the Rapids? Let's see. He's at nine this this year, right? Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the line at 13. Does he get it over or under 13 this year? Over this year. Yeah. And so, how by how much? Um. I'll say over this year. <laughs> no, well, well, yeah, how much? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it'll make a. It'll, it'll be a big if um, we go deep in the playoffs because if we're going deep in the playoffs, that means we're scoring goals. And if the Colorado Rapids are scoring goals, that means Jack Price is getting assists. So Probably, yeah. um, the deeper we go, the more he'll have. But I'll say that he gets to 14 this year. Yeah, and I think 14 is a good number. Um, that sets him up nicely to keep fighting for the all-time assists. I don't think he gets it, though, just because I don't know exactly what his contract situation is. Now, that's not to say I think Jack Price is leaving. I have no kind of insider info on, on any of that. Um, I kind of wish I did because then I'd feel more confident in saying whether or not he'd hit it. But um, last I checked, I think he was on a four-year contract, and we signed him in twenty. 18 and we re-signed him so I, I i don't the the contract situation is fuzzy to me if he's got three more years here he'll probably hit that but i don't know if he's got two more years here another year here or, or, or whatever i don't know his contract situation so um if if he's at two years here he'll get it i think he absolutely get it 
that's what he needs what two more 10 plus seasons of of assists yes sir so uh i think we can agree if you're saying 2023 i think it will be in 2023 that if that we have gets that assist lead and, but we don't know i'm, if we'll I'm assuming uh, come let's on assume, Let, let's assume be an optimist we'll for me one time <laughs> now i know you're yeah. the more optimistic of us two but uh, let's be optimistic on on keeping jack here for as long as he'd like to stay yeah that's um, the thing is and does he want to stay I, I don't i don't see any reason why a guy like jack price would would want to get away from colorado yeah, unless um there's you know some reason for him to to go back across the pond some um you know unmissable opportunity but he seems very happy in his football uh he is playing at an extremely high mind. level. So why, you know, why shake the boat there? I, and as far as contract extensions go, um, if, if I'm the GM, I, I think that he would be top of my list for guys to, to get under a long-term deal. I'd like to know where his brain's at on, on, on that, see if he, if he plans on... Because I, I think if he stays, he's kind of... He's kind of laid the groundwork to be a club legend. Yes, absolutely. So. As a captain, you're already um, in in a rarefied group of players and and players that can have a legend status. Uh, a long term club captain who may say bring home some silverware yes. puts you in an even smaller fraction of players. Uh, I'm thinking of one, Mr. Pablo Mastroeni, who uh, did both. He was the captain. He brought home silverware. So if if Jack can do that, um, I see no reason why his statue doesn't sit right next to Pablo blows in a few years yes that's that, <laughs> that i like that idea i like the idea of jack price lifting mls cup and i and i wonder if if he eclipses pablo i know pablo bought, got us our first but you you look at jack price and and what and the signing that he was and and kind of the era that we're in right now he was there for the 2018 and on and in this kind of weird porig smith kind of not weird but you know what i mean like the 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 highs and lows yeah the highs yeah. and lows of, of all the the Smith signings and the era and and he's kind of the staple of that he's the uh, the 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 one that come out on top so it's it's nice to see Jack you know another appreciation post for one of the uh, podcasts a little time to talk about him because I think I think he does have uh, the potential to be uh, uh, amazing for us he has been amazing for us so it's it's can he be that much more for us. Yes, and if, if you're not following Jack Price's mom on Twitter, make sure you get on there. I think we may have gotten her closer to the 100. I don't think she's there yet, so so let's make sure we let's, hit let's uh, that, that uh, follow button. And one other thing that uh, Jack and, and Pablo, so one, one thing he has over Pablo, and I'm willing to guarantee this right now, Jack Price will never manage... <laughs> Fake Salt Lake. Never say never. So that's never. another... Never say never. I'm saying never. Uh, right now, I'm saying never. Well, if you would have told me in 2016, <laughs> hey, Pablo is going to eventually coach RSL, I would have said no, never. But sure enough, you know, anything could happen. We don't think... I don't even want to think about that. Another club captain, club legend going over there. But yeah, I mean, let's talk about uh, Saturday some bit more. Uh, what do you have planned for this one? You're just going to take the bus? Uh, I believe I will take the bus. Yeah, so meet at the Celtic. Uh, get there nice and early. We're gonna, oh yeah, we're gonna have a, a really fun weekend. Um, I'm gonna be there at the Celtic as well. I think uh, right after work, just gonna go straight there. Like I'm gonna drop my car off, Uber there, and then kind of figure out where the night takes us after that dominant Rapids one. Amen. And I have to give some some credit. C38 was loud and uh, really yeah. brought it for the Vancouver match. So um, don't get discouraged by these ties. They they need us cheering them on. 
So um, C38, let's show up. Uh, let's show up loud. Let's show up with uh, gusto, and and maybe we can help uh, carry the team on just a little bit. Uh, give them that extra push to uh, put some balls in the back of the net and really show out against Toronto. I really felt like the last ten minutes were kind of the best we have sounded for uh, pushing for a win. I mean, I I, I think. C38 sounds best when we're winning, of course, because then everyone's just having a good time. But really pushing for the win is when we're at our best, at least. And we were really pushing for that win. It was it was kind of a shame not to see it. But this Saturday, I think, we'll um, have a good game. Uh, I won't say it's a must win, but, you know, it's... It's an expected win. Yeah, and let's pack the park. This We're finally back at the park on a Saturday night, which is the proper time for MLS right. football. So let's enjoy that. Um, let's get out there early, enjoy some hot dogs, enjoy some beers, and uh, show up in numbers because um, we, we've got a couple more home games here this week, and then October will be uh, a little the bit slog. of yeah, it'll be a little bit of a slog, not as many uh, home games to make it out to. So uh, take advantage of this week. I, I don't think we have two home games in a week again for the rest of the season. Season. So yeah, we're gonna make um, we're gonna make the most out of this one. Absolutely, absolutely. Slogtober, <laughs> that's what we'll call it. But yeah, we'll see you guys when we'll see you. You can follow me at Warner's FC, and I'm Jared underscore Geisler on Twitter. And then of course follow uh, at C38SG. Uh, we're gonna hopefully have a post game space for that one. That's gonna be tough riding on the bus. We'll try to find some time. There are fireworks after the after the match. Well, let's hope there's that. some fireworks during the match. Yes, of course. That'll, that'll be a lot. Uh, that'll make the fireworks after the match that much more enjoyable. Yes, follow us at C38SG. Get, on the, get in on that post-game uh, space discussion. We had a, a nice talk with uh, one of uh, the C38s, is Benjamin there. Uh, I forgot your handle, but I appreciate uh, having uh, that discussion with you after the game. And, of course, uh, follow us on uh, on all the Instagram at C38SG, Facebook, Centennial38. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on Saturday, hopefully uh, after a Rapids win. Amen. We'll see you at the park. See you guys. Bye-bye.